Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with a brand new episode here on The Truth. Back once again with AJ Ponciano. AJ, how are you doing here today? Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm like, standings-wise, I'm doing great. Um, I'm feeling great about it. Uh, coming to the end of the year, mathematically, there's no way you could beat me uh, up to this point. Yes, you could bring it a little bit closer, but I don't know. I mean, plus 23 going into the last week potentially could add on more. I mean, plus 23, that number sounds pretty familiar. It's like my golf uh, score when I first my, – my handicap is plus 23 roughly. So, like, I don't know. 20, 23 is a pretty lucky number. MJ uh, wore 23. LeBron wears 23. I mean, all the GOATs like myself were, have a 23 somewhere in their game. This is just like the highlight of your week every week. Oh, it really is. It like really every is. Every week you do the three shows. And I know we always save the best for last because it's the last one we post of the week. But this has always got to be like the highlight of your week. Like just seeing yourself have success and even giving you credit at times. You know, I remember you put on your Instagram story, you know, when I put in the description that it's mathematically impossible for me to win. So, you know, like I said, we were talking about before we uh, got on air here, we're going to carry over the standings for next season. And so we'll do like a 2024 standings and then we'll do a lifetime standing. So I told him, just give me a couple of years. Don't let me get hot. Once I get hot, and I, once I take over that lead, I'm never letting it go. So last year, no, was, uh, you're, not year ta- was, you're not taking over. You're putting me into the fan, the coast of fantasy league. Finally, I that too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm getting just... into everything. I'm in your head. I am in there rent free <laughs> every week, just taking over. <laughs> That is true. I just, you know, like I said, it was a rough year for me on the pick'em. I got like dead last. We do a fan. Uh, my family does a pick'em as well. It's just not been a good year for picking them. But, you know, I won two fantasy championships, so I was able to win fantasy championships when I'm not doing well on the pick'em. So I think it's a fair trade-off. And I don't know. Like I said, just a rough year for me. I'm already scouting for next year. I mean, obviously, there's no schedule out yet, so we don't know. But I'll be really taking those matchups. Oh, I have the script. I have the script already. <laughs> Okay, and, and then give me, you know, which ones are going to, you know, win and whatnot. But, yeah. yeah just, no, I'll, t- I'll tell you about the Vikings. They they don't make the playoffs. They actually come third in division next year. I have the script and read it right Oh, oh really? Okay. Well, I'll keep that. It's it's in writing, technically, or on audio recording. So when the Vikings win a Super Bowl next year with Captain Kirk, you know, I'll have this audio in, in recording file. So just, just okay. remember that. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a rough year for me. And, and thankfully – Thankfully, this is the final week of the regular season, so I don't have to look at another pick until uh, August or September, whenever the new, the new season starts. So I'm excited for that. But yes, if you guys can't tell, because every week AJ comes out on top, we are doing our Week 18 NFL pick the final one of the regular season. We missed, I think, one maybe with both of us on because we had like scheduling conflict. But we've gone through every Week 18 game. We've tied them up. Obviously, AJ's up plus 23. Last week, AJ got 12 out of 16 right. I got 9 out of 16 right. Let's go ahead and take a look at which one, which ones we got right and which ones we got wrong. Both got the Browns right at home against the Jets on Thursday Night Football. I got the Cowboys right. Controversial, controversial win versus the Lions at home. You get them wrong. Both got the Ravens right against the Dolphins. Both got the Bills right against the Patriots. Both got the Bears right against the Falcons. You got the Colts right at home against the Raiders. Both got the Jags right at home against the Panthers. Both got the Texans right at home against the Titans. You got the Rams right at the Giants. We both got the Eagles wrong at home against the Cardinals. You got the Saints right at the Buccaneers. We both got the 49ers right at the Commanders. Both got the Seahawks wrong at home against the Steelers. Both got the Chiefs right at home against the Bengals. 
You got the Broncos right at home against the Chargers, and we both got the Vikings wrong on Monday Night Football. So 12 out of 16 for AJ, 9 out of 16 for me. Kind of a weird week in the NFL, so we've already given you guys our picks on Saturday. So we're just going to go over the Sunday games, kicking things off with the Vikings and the Lions. Who you got in this one? I got the Lions winning. Uh, I've been on your Vikings last week to get a win. Uh, they really failed me last week. It wasn't wasn't good. Uh, I got them right losing the week before that as well. So it's one of those things. They're on a two-game losing streak, I believe, at the moment. I think that's just going to keep on going. Lions are one of the better teams in the NFL. I believe they uh, – they did, I believe they're winning the division. They're going to win the division most likely with this win. I think it secures it if they have not already won it. I don't know. I think this is the best team in the division at the moment. Uh, if Kirk Cousins was here playing the game, I think it would be a little bit more interesting. But the Lions have a good defense. The offense has really been moving uh, well, especially in the past. You know, Monra has been great these last few weeks. Uh, Gibbs has been solid. I think that if they're able to keep on carrying that, I think the Lions are – We'll have a not easy win. I think it will be a double-digit win, but I think it'll only be like by ten. Well, I'm gonna go with the Vikings winning this game. I talked about the reasons yesterday in yesterday's show, but it's hard to beat the same opponent twice. I feel like I say that every week, but especially with the Vikings. The Vikings are two and three in their divisional match. This is matches this year, and the three losses were at home. The two wins were on the road. I think that carryover is here. Nick Mullins gets to start for Detroit. Both teams got a lot of play for, not really for the Vikings. They have a 2% chance of making the playoffs. They need a lot of help. The Lions obviously had clinched the NFC North, I believe, with the win against Minnesota in Minnesota. I know they clinched it, but I believe it was against the Minnesota Vikings there. So looking at this matchup here, the Lions trying to play for maybe a two-seed, um, but probably going to be sitting at the three-seed and playing the Rams most likely in the first round of the playoffs, which would be a very interesting <laughs> match, to say the least. Matthew Stafford returning to Detroit. Uh, Jared Goff facing his former team would be a very fun matchup, to say the least. But I think the Vikings find a way to win. It's the Vikings, so who knows, though. The Vikings have lost four of their last five. I'm just trying to get four in the next season. If we make the playoffs, great. If not, I don't know what we're going to do. A lot of lot of question marks in the offseason. But Lions have been good. Amon Ron's been good. Sam Laporta's been good. A little questionable. Uh, I think I saw a report today that Sam Laporta said he wants to be like Aaron Hernandez. So I don't know what he meant by that. But a little questionable there from my boy Sam Laporta. We'll see if that has any effect in this matchup here and the rest of his career. All right, NFC South battle Buccaneers at Panthers. So I have the Panthers winning this. Uh, if you watched any of the other episodes, this was my upset of the week. I have the Panthers winning. Uh, last time I played, the Buccaneers did win. One of the things that you mentioned just about the Lions-Vikings game, it's hard to beat an interdivisional opponent twice in the same year. Uh, I have the Panthers winning this mainly for the fact that I need them to win this over the Bucks for the Saints to be able to potentially make the playoffs or potentially win the division. Uh, so there's a chance that uh, if the if they're able to lose, if the Panthers are able to win, Bucks are able to lose. That really helps me out. But I also believe that believe in uh, Bryce Young this week. Once he's he's looked good uh, here and there. He's looked good uh, in divisional games as well. I think that's where he, uh, they've had their most success. The Panthers as a whole, they were able to run the ball really really well. The passing game has been very well. Now I do think it will be harder. I think this will end up being Panthers winning by only three points. Uh, I think, I don't know if it'll be a game-winning field goal or if it's going to be one of those things where the Bucks kind of get in, it's a late, late-game situation. But out of the Panthers winning, I do think it'll be a close one. 
Yeah, I mean, we both got the Panthers winning this game here. I think just because of how bad the Buccaneers played last week against the Saints. The Panthers have played so bad this season, they've already locked up the number one pick for next year. They don't even claim that pick. David Tapper was fined 300K for throwing a drink on a Jaguars fan. It's just gone from bad to worse. I think, And I had said in the Instagram live this week, I think Bryce Young to end the season is going to have three touchdowns, have a good game. I think Phelan maybe gets one or two of those. He had a good start to the year and then kind of fell off the face of the earth. So a lot of uh, a bad juju and bad vibes from the Panthers. But they get an opportunity to make some damage and come away with the win. And I think with as bad as the Panthers have played, as bad as Bryce Young has played, it would be a perfect opportunity for them to get a win this week. If the Buccaneers had played a little bit better against the Saints last week, I would highly consider putting them there. But since they played so bad, I just can't uh, can't do it. So I have the Panthers winning this game here. Kind of a fun pick here and uh, see what happens and, and really have that Falcon-Saints game mean a lot. All right, next matchup, we got the uh, Browns taking on the Bengals. I got naptime Joe Flacco uh, winning this game with the Browns. Uh, Bengals, I mean, once they lost Joe Burrow, it was basically over. Even with Joe Burrow, it was just a pretty bad season up to that point. So things started to to turn around, and then he had that injury. And there's been signs of uh, Browning looking good. I think he had like a three-game stretch. He got drug-tested. And then after that drug test, maybe they found something and they told him to stop taking wherever he was, and that's why they've been bad. That's why they've been able to move the ball down the field. But the Browns' defense has been good. Joe Flacco's looked amazing. He should be, he should honestly be considered for comeback player of the year. I mean, just out of nowhere coming off the couch and just winning these games that he has been. So I have the Browns winning. Uh, I think that this will be a pretty uh, con- a pretty not easy win, but a pretty high-scoring win. I don't think uh, the Bengals are going to be able to do a whole lot, especially being uh, at, at Cincinnati. It's probably going to be raining. I think there's going to be a lot of – not as many passes, more dump offs, and Jerome Ford's been looking really well, really good as well, especially recently. And through the air, David Njoku's been great as well. So, out of the Browns winning here uh, in a very high scoring game between both Cincinnati and the Browns. Yeah, so I had the Browns winning this game pretty easily. And then I found out, like, not too long ago that Joe Flacco is actually resting because the Browns have clinched the five spot. I didn't even know they clinched the five spot. So, even with Joe or not Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco out, you know Jeff Driscoll is going to be the starting quarterback. I still think the Browns are going to win because the Bengals, like they're kind of defeated after losing to Kansas City last week, you know, and, and getting officially eliminated from the postseason. So I think the Browns are going to win the game. I don't think it's going to be by a convincing margin, but I think they're going to be able to have success and still find ways to win and maybe Jeff Driscoll revenge game. But Jake Browning experiment was fun. Obviously, they want Joe Shiesty back. The Browns got a really good defense, regardless of Joe Flacco plays. So I like the Browns winning that AFC North battle there on the road. Jets at the Patriots. I had the Patriots winning this. Uh, the Jets, I mean, they really haven't looked good. Uh, the only real offense they've had has been their entire offense these last two weeks is Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall will have a solid game just because he'll have the touches against the Patriots. But I think the Patriots are really going to key on key in on him uh, defensively. And I said this earlier on our other shows. Both teams have horrendous offenses, but great defenses. So it's it's going to be one of those really low-scoring games. Now, granted, I don't think you can get much lower than uh, the 3-0 to zero game between the Raiders and your Vikings. I mean, technically, it could be a 2-0 to zero game uh, with a safety, which, I mean, I guess could be possible for how bad both these teams are. But on the other hand, that it could be the other sign that uh, both t- offenses are just going to explode and score like 30 points each. I mean, there's a, a there's a possibility of that, especially with neither team really playing for anything. 
uh, this year. So I still have the Pats winning. I just I believe Belichick in this last game it would just make a perfect story, uh, story, story ending uh, for Belichick. This is going to be his last game, going out with a win uh, against a, a New York team, against the Jets. Just kind of one of those things that works out perfectly if this is uh, Belichick's last game. Yeah, a lot of uh... – <laughs> A lot of changes potentially to be made for both sides here. Obviously, Zach Wilson's not going to be starting in this matchup here. Who knows the Patriots? I mean, Bailey Zapp, Mac Jones are terrible. So they're going to be getting the quarterback most likely in next year's draft. So it's just the bottom dwellers of the NFC East division. And I mean, I don't know who I'm going to go with. I end up going with the Patriots because they're at home and just the Jets. I don't know how they're sitting with a 6-10 and 10 record right now. I just, beside me, I think they should be like 4-12. and 12. But Patriots are, and so I think Patriots are going to come away with a victory. Bill Belichick's last game in Foxborough, I, I guess that's what they're going to do. I think he's going to get traded to the Chargers. I still believe that. Um, you know, we've seen coaches get traded all of a sudden with Sean Payton to the Broncos. I think Bill Belichick is going to get traded to the Chargers. But regardless, probably going to be Bill Belichick's last game there in Foxborough. And whether he continues to coach for another team or whatever, they'd want to go out on the right foot. I'll be curious to see, too. Like, I'm not saying they're going to do, like, a farewell thing for him or anything like that but you never know you know maybe the fans you know say thank you bill or give him some signs or something like that so that could really signal a lot even though the fans don't know shit we all know that but i feel like they know the vibes around and depending on how bill belichick responds obviously he's a guy that <laughs> he would use uh, onto cincinnati or onto the next matchup but there is no next matchup for the patriots so we'll learn a lot about this game but i'm definitely not going to be watching this game falcons at the saints I have Saints winning this. Uh, the Saints, last time they played, I believe they lost to the Falcons. So we're back to this uh, Falcons hate week again. Saints are playing the Falcons. We're technically the biggest rivals is our Falcons. For Saints fans, we hate Falcons. Falcons fans hate Saints. Just one of those things. But the Saints need to win this if they want to potentially make it in the playoffs. Same with the Falcons. I mean, if the if the Bucks lose uh, against the Panthers – the division's kind of wide open. If the Saints win, they split it there. They split with uh, the Buccaneers uh, just last week in that win. It's one of those things where it kind of just comes down to other teams winning and losing, uh, kind of on whoever wins this game, no matter what, if the Bucs lose. Now, if the Bucs win, uh, the Saints and Falcons, neither one will make the playoffs. But I think it will be a really good game knowing that both of them will be uh, potentially playing for their division crown and a playoff spot. But, yeah, this is going to be an interesting game here. I mean, I talked about, well, if we both have the Panthers win and they win, this Falcons-Saints game turns into a win and win the NFC South Division. I'm going to go with the Falcons because, as I said last time when I was talking about the Falcons-Saints, I just can't trust the Saints anymore. I want to trust the Saints. I just can't trust them. I think the Falcons have had such a weird season that they'll find a way to win this division. But the Saints, I don't know. I think next year they're going to be really good and back in the mix for an NFC South Division, especially if how bad the division was this year. If they can't win it next year, I don't know if they're ever going to win it. You know, both sides, the loser of this game could end up firing their coach or go a different path. I mean, Carr is there to stay. I'm guessing the Falcons will look at getting a new quarterback, probably get him in the first round and not use him like they've done with B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. But, you know, I think the Falcons are going to win this game and find a way to win the division or at least, you know, maybe make a run at the postseason. But bottom line, win this game here on the road against New Orleans. Jags at the Titans. Jags at Titans. I'm going to go with Jags here. Uh, it's one of those games, individual games. Jags haven't been playing good. I'm not sure on Trevor Lawrence's status of playing this game. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence does play this game, I do have him winning. Bethard really didn't look good at all in that last game uh, for the Jaguars. Now, this game is also one of those big games where it 
really matters uh, for the division. I believe the Colt there have a one game lead right now over both the Colts and Texans. So if they win uh, this game versus the Titans, I believe they do secure the division and a playoff spot, but they do lose. This does open up for the Texans and Colts to potentially uh, win the playoffs uh, or win the division and make the playoffs, uh, depending on who wins that game earlier uh, or the day before on Saturday. If I have the Jags winning here, I think they take the division. There's still a chance that the Texans or Colts could make a uh, make make it into the playoffs, but I just don't see them. I just don't see the Jags losing to the Titans, especially for how bad Will Levis, your future MVP and Hall of Famer, look being pulled for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting match, to say the least. Jaguars, Titans. I think Will Levis isn't going to be playing in this one. I'm going to go with the Titans winning just because I feel like it's going to be a lot of pandemonium. We talked about the Jaguars last year, 4-8, and eight, won their last five games and made the postseason actually beat the Chargers there in the first round. We all remember that, AJ and I. We were both at that game there at the Reno house. Uh, but anyways, I feel like this season has been a flip for them, right? They started off like eight and four, seven and four, and have been a down on a downhill trend ever since. So, you know, looking at this match here, I'm gonna go with the Titans winning this game. The Titans, similarly, like a team like the Patriots, just have had nothing good going for them. Tannehill didn't look good if he is a starting quarterback. Why not just give Malik Willis a shot? I mean, fuck it, who cares? I mean, Tannehill's clearly not the f- franchise quarterback there, so. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Titans are going to find a way to win this game. Uh, even if Trevor Lawrence is going to play, I feel like they're better off with C.J. Beathard. And not just because he went to Iowa, but Trevor Lawrence, since he got injured there, I believe it was against the Bengals, has not looked like the same Trevor Lawrence that we've been accustomed to seeing, at least in my opinion. So really curious to see what happens in this one. But I think the Titans win this one here at home. And that uh, that Colts-Texans game, the winner of that game, you know, wins the AFC South Division. Seahawks, the Cardinals. So Seahawks Cardinals, I have the Cardinals win this. Uh, this also is that I need the Saint, I need the Cardinals to beat the Seahawks for the Saints to make the playoffs. So, kind of, some of my picks may be a little more skewed towards that. But Cardinals coming off a really good win last week against the Eagles, who had one of the better, one of the best offenses and defenses in the entire league, uh, top ten team, top five team in the entire league uh, against the Seahawks. I mean, Seahawks have definitely shown. Signs of success, signs of being good. Uh, I believe right now they're number two in the division, but it's one of those things that I think there's going to be a lot of upsets this week, and I think it's going to be one of them. Cardinals right now, I believe, are mocked up for the number four pick. With a win, this could really hurt their chances of getting a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr., who's been mocked him a a lot. But on the other hand, the Cardinals aren't going to go out there and just lose to try to go get him. Kyler Murray is not one of those quarterbacks who wants to just go lose. They have a lot of other guys on that team. I think this is going to be an upset win for the Cardinals, especially coming off a big win uh, just last week against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals winning this game here as well against um, you know this team here. I think this is going to be a big win. I think the Cardinals are going to find a way to beat the Seahawks. Look, nobody thought the Cardinals were going to beat the Eagles, especially with the way that the game started last week. But give credit to Kyler Murray and that Cardinals team. Give credit to a guy like James Conner. I feel like he's just flown completely under the radar, especially the last couple of weeks. Look at the Seahawks team. Obviously, a devastating loss to Pittsburgh last week at home. They controlled their own destiny. Now they don't. I think, you know, going to Arizona is going to be difficult. The Seahawks have obviously been dealing with some injuries throughout the season, so they've been put in some precarious positions. But I think the Cardinals are going to find a way to get it done, and that's going to be the biggest thing for them and the reason why they're going to be able to most likely have success in this matchup. And I think that's going to be the reason why they win this game here at home against the Seahawks. But we never really know, right? Like, the Seahawks are still a really good team. They were at one point, you know, very much competing for the NFC West crown. Now they're trying to fight for their life in the postseason. 
think if they win and the Packers lose, they're in. But still, you know, they need a little bit of help. They don't control their destiny anymore. But I think the Cardinals are still going. To, it's going to be irrelevant to them at that point. Bears at the Packers. Bears Packers another upset win. I'm going to have the Bears winning. Uh, it's in Green Bay, but it really doesn't matter. I mean, Chicago has very similar weather than uh, the Packers. Uh, I don't see Jordan Love having a good game. He's been pretty solid these last few weeks, uh, but I just I'm not a big fan of Jordan Love. I never have been. Uh, if you watched a lot of these episodes earlier in the year, uh, and the uh, before the season even started, I said Jordan Love would have his moments. He'd have these games, but I just don't really trust him. I don't think he's really that good of a quarterback. Uh, he did have some years behind Aaron Rodgers to learn, but I just never really believed in uh, Jordan Love. Now, like I said, he's had his moments, but Justin Fields has been looking good. This defense has been great. Uh, I don't know. It's one of the things where Justin Fields is trying to plead his way, uh, potentially staying there uh, in in Chicago. He said he loves Chicago. I remember watching the post game, uh, the end of the game, and the post game of the Bears Falcons. And I mean, the Bears fans absolutely love Justin Fields. I think that they should trade the pit number one pick and get assets uh, and get more draft picks for the future because this team isn't going to win. In another couple of years, and it doesn't make sense to go out and get a quarterback when the rest of your team basically sucks. And like I said, the defense has been playing good. It's an interdivisional game. I again, I said before this. I think there's going to be a lot of upsets to this week, a lot of shakeups, and uh, depending on how a lot of shakeups in uh, seeding. I think there's going to be a lot of shakeups on teams that are in the hunt or on the bubble or potentially making the playoffs. I think one or two teams uh, from. Uh, each side, the NFC and AFC, may just sneak into that last playoff spot because of some of these upset wins. Yeah, so I'm going to go in this one with the Bears. I talked about last week with the Packers. I mean, this is a game that maybe a lot of people weren't expecting to be that close or competitive, especially if it was four or five weeks ago. But Justin Fields has been playing out of his ass shores. So has Jordan Love. I did talk about in the last show that I think Jordan Love's going to end up, you know, being a bust this week just because I think the Bears are going to try to really play for something this week, you know, and come away with a victory, you know, just crush the Packers' dream. And again, last season, the Lions and the Packers, the Packers lost the Lions in the final game of the regular season when they controlled their own destiny on Sunday Night Football and missed the postseason. Now they're in a similar position with a different division rival, the Chicago Bears. And I know although the Bears were, I, I keep mentioning Darnell Mooney dropping that Hail Mary, but in all seriousness, if they, if they won that game, they're right in the mix for the playoffs as well. Uh, but for the Bears, you know, just the way that they've been playing as of late, I think Justin Fields continues to play well. It is on the road, though, and in Lambeau Field, which is going to be difficult. But with it being, you know, a 325 kick, it should be fun and exciting. I think there'd be nothing more that pleases Bears fans than finishing the season 8-9 and nine and beating the Packers to end the season. And like I said last show, the Lions did the same thing. They got hot towards the end of the season, and now they're the NFC North Division champs the next year. Not saying that's going to happen. Hopefully it doesn't because I'm a Vikings fan. But I think the Bears find a way to win, and then there's a lot of confusion for that final wild card spot in the NFC. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs at the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning this. Like I said uh, last week, Chiefs have not been good. They need some type of help. They need something. I mean, they did not look good. They did get, get a win, but it really didn't matter at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, they kicked out kicked Cincinnati out from any type of uh, chance of making the playoffs, but they really have, like I said, they haven't looked good. The offense has looked absolutely horrible. St- I don't blame Mahomes. I believe they've laid the league in drops. Uh, I want to say there's like almost 60-something drops they had this season uh, going into like last week or after last week, which is was a crazy stat. I mean, that, that's the most in the NFL by like almost like 30 drop passes uh, by a wide receiver core. Uh, but the Chargers, 
I know Justin Herbert out for the year. Easton sticks at quarterback. I don't like really anyone on that team. Eckler has been really disappointed. I mean, I like I like their defense. Their defense is good, but outside of that, uh, Keen Allen, he's had injuries. Austin Eckler is just a shell of himself. Uh, just kind of been a fraud all season. Really, after that first week where he had like 200 combined yards and was injured for like four weeks, he just really hasn't come back and been the same. So I'm still going to give the Chiefs win this, even though it is at SoFi. It is uh, in Los An- in Los Angeles is an interdivisional game. I don't have this as being one of the upsets that could shake up a lot of uh, lot of potential teams making the playoff. I got the Chiefs winning. I know they're resting Patrick Mahomes, but the Chargers clearly have not had success this season, especially without Justin Herbert. I don't know if they won a game with Easton Stick at quarterback, but it's been bad for worse for the Chargers, right? They're just looking forward to next season. For the Chiefs, they are stuck at the number three seed. They can't get any higher and get any lower, which is weird because typically we see the AFC run through Arrowhead or Burrowhead, whatever team you're you're more of a fan of. Um, but it's not going to happen this year, most likely. And so this is going to be an interesting game, to say the least. The Chiefs are resting everybody, but I still think they find a way to win. This will be a game that the Chargers do win, but they just haven't won, and you know I just don't see them winning. I mean, I think they just end the season on a bad note, get a good draft pick, and hopefully draft somebody cool that can help that Chargers team get back to the, the postseason. Because in all seriousness, I mean, I had the Chargers on my Super Bowl favorites this year, and they're another key draft pick away or two, or just, you know, they had a bad season. They get a new coach, and they're right back in the mix next year. So a game that's irrelevant, but I think the Chiefs win this game here. Broncos at the Raiders. Broncos, Raiders, I got the Broncos winning this. Uh, I really don't like – I'm not a big fan of Jarrett Stidham, but I, I just don't know. I mean, this game could really go back and forth. I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, both teams really haven't been that good. The Broncos, ever since they are ba- basically moving away from Russell Wilson at this point, I mean, he's not on the team. Benched him last week. Stidham went out and got a win for them. Uh, the Raiders have looked good. I mean, they haven't looked bad. Their defense really showed up against – Mahomes and the Chiefs, I believe, was two weeks ago. Now, um, it's just one of those things where it could. It's I think it's going to be the same as the Chiefs Chargers individual games. I think they're going to be close, uh, but I also think the Broncos are going to find a way to squeak a win out here. Though, if Josh Jacobs does play in this uh, and he is fully healthy to go, I do think that the Raiders will win. But I'm going to guess, at least at the moment, Josh Jacobs will be out. He is a game time decision, so I'm going to go with the Broncos at this moment. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders winning this game. Obviously, the Raiders, they are now officially eliminated from the postseason with that loss to Indianapolis, but they put up a good fight. I think more than anything, Aiden O'Connell has really established himself as a quarterback that you know a lot of people can really build upon off or the Raiders can use as their franchise quarterback down the line, which in all seriousness was, I think, one of the goals of the season. They kind of get Devontae Adams happy. He isn't as happy, but he's happier than he was, that's for sure. So, you know, the Raiders, they were going to decide if they're going to keep Antonio Pierce, they're going to keep their second-grade football coach, or if they're going to go out and get somebody that's going to be crucial to helping the Raiders win a Super Bowl. But for the Broncos, obviously a disappointing year. They're also eliminated from the postseason, but they have Jared Stidham. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Broncos country next year. They traded their entire life savings for Russell Wilson and used him for two years and didn't get to the postseason in both years. I said earlier, I think they're going to restructure a deal and get some working here because if not, it's one of the biggest disappointments in NFL history. So I think the Raiders win this game here at home, end the season on the right foot, and the Broncos have some serious questions to answer in the offseason. Eagles at the Giants. Eagles, Giants. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Eagles here. I think it's gonna be a pretty easy one. Giants, I mean, right now Tyrod Taylor's in. Uh Tanya DeVito got benched for him. 
don't know. I, I don't have much to say about this game. This was my lock of the week. Uh, the Eagles beating the Giants. I think it's going to be a pretty easy win. This is a win that the Eagles need to have to try to get some type of momentum going into uh, in, going into the playoffs because losing to the Cardinals last week wasn't good. I want to say they're on like a three, four game losing streak at the moment. I mean, then this is a game to end the year where they need to win, like I said, to get some type of momentum going into playoffs. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Eagles over the Giants, I agree. I talked about the Cowboys. Well, a little spoiler for the next two ones from now Cowboys losing so the Eagles would win the division just a weird season the Eagles did choke last week against the Cardinals but I think they rebound nicely and it's on the road in New York and they only won by eight at home I still think they find a way to get it done and, and really cause some havoc in both the NFC East as well as the NFC as a whole I don't think Tommy DeVito or Tyrod Taylor or any other quarterbacks are going to throw in there are going to step up to the plate and have the Giants miraculously win this game Rams at the 49ers Rams 49ers, I got the 49ers winning this. Uh, I think that even with them not having Christian McCaffrey, I want to say they're going to be resting a lot of their stars as well. I still have them winning. I mean, this team's just too good. Even their backups are have been really good. Sam Darnold, uh, when he came in that one game, Brock Purdy got injured, had a salt, uh, played pretty solid. I want to say he did have an interception, but two touchdowns I want to kind of drove down the field, had a good game. Uh Puka, I think that he'll have a good game here. I'm making, I do think they're going to force feed him the ball because he's like 20 something yards away from the rookie, the single, the rookie record for receiving yards. So I do think he'll get force fed uh, early on to try to get that record. But like we've said before, we thought that either potentially could win out uh, the rest of the season or the rest of the regular season. They did lose to the Ravens. Uh, a few weeks ago, but I think that's really been the only flaw since that three-game losing streak was against the Ravens. So I have them do. I do have them winning here, but I do think it'll be kind of a closer game if they do start to rest guys, uh, or if they do decide to rest guys because I believe they have secured the number one seed. Yeah, this is going to be a battle of the backup quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, and I believe Carson Wentz. Let's not forget Carson Wentz is on the ramp as well. I believe he's going to be getting the start in this one. I know Sam Donald is. Both quarterbacks are rested. The Rams, I believe, are tied into that sixth spot. I know they're for sure in the playoffs. So there's no point in really playing it. For the 49ers, obviously, they have the one seed. They're sitting big cock Brock. So it's going to be an interesting battle here. Just because of that, I'm going to go with the better team. That's the 49ers. <laughs> uh, the Rams, you know, they've, they've made ways, especially after last season, how disappointing it was for them. But, you know, I think the 49ers, well, I don't think. I know the 49ers are a better team, and, I mean, again, a game I'm not going to be watching. Don't know how packed the stadium's going to be there at Levi Stadium with backup quarterbacks and backup players playing, but it should be fun and see what this team is made of in case injuries happen because we saw the 49ers go down their four-string quarterback in the NFC Championship last year in Josh Johnson. So we'll see. Cowboys at the Commanders. I had the Cowboys winning. Actually, this could have been my lock of the week. Uh, I think I was deciding between the – the other one I was saying was about, yeah, I think this was my lock of the week. Cowboys beat the Commanders. Now there's a chance of an upset here, uh, just because it is an interdivisional game. It's one of those things that you can never count that out. As much as uh, sometimes it doesn't really matter and doesn't make sense, it's always one of those things that interdivisional games always tend to be a little bit closer, even when it's something like this, where the Cowboys are the number two seed going against the Commanders, who are, I want to say, projected like a top five pick now uh, with all the losses they have had. Sam Howell will be starting at quarterback. And as I said before, Sam Howell is basically going to be like Brett Favre. He's going to have a lot of yards. He's going to be a gunslinger. 
he's going to throw for an okay amount of touchdowns, but just doesn't really care about interceptions. Kind of has. Now I'm not saying he's going to be like like Brett Favre, like he's going to have success like that, but I that's the type of play style that it seems like he's going to be playing with uh, throughout his career. So I do have the Cowboys winning, uh, even if they do decide to rest guys this week. I'm not 100 sure if they are. I think the Cowboys team just as a whole has been very solid all year, and the Commanders just they they just need some type of reset. They need to do something because these last few years really haven't been good. Really since Kirk Cousins left, they haven't. They haven't been able to have any type of success. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Commanders winning this game. Again, I talked about it in the last show, but I feel like the Commanders have a lot to play for, even though they're 4-12. Sam Howell, you know, again, he's going to get the nod. He's going to be fighting for his job. Ron Rivera is going to be gone after this season. About 98 99% sure about that. So last game for him there in Washington. They have a lot of opportunity to really make some noise and disrupt the Cowboys' plans of winning the NFC division. The Cowboys, as mentioned, are not good at all on the road. So I think it's a win-win situation with the Cowboys. And, uh, yeah, I think Dak Prescott's going to turn the ball over a lot, and the Commanders are going to end the season on a right note, and uh, there's going to be a lot of confusion for the NFC as a whole. And then the final game, 272. The 272nd game of the regular season, the final game, Bills-Dolphins. Who you got in this one? Final game of the season. I think this may be one of the most interesting games all season because it really uh, standings really matter with this game. If the Bills win, I believe they clinch a spot in the playoffs. If they lose, it really opens up some spots uh, for other teams to jump ahead and uh, make that potential fi- that potential final playoff spot. Uh, Bills, even if they do lose, I think still have a chance uh, to make the playoffs. But I don't know. I think this gonna be a really good win. The Bills have been. Uh, pretty solid these last few weeks. They Josh Allen has been pretty solid. Now the Dolphins did have a horrible loss against the Ravens just last week, but I think they're a good enough team to bounce back from that uh, from that type of loss. Uh, their offense very solid. Their defense can be shaky at times, as proven with the Ravens putting up over fifty points on them uh, or against them. I do have this being somewhat of a closer game, but I also have, see there's a possibility here of this game almost becoming a blowout. Uh, I'm not sure what side. I'm going to go with the Bills uh, potentially having a blowout just because we really haven't seen the Bills' defense be exposed uh, like how the Dolphins' defense was exposed just last week. Yeah, this is going to be a big game. Winner wins the AFC division. Again, it's hard to think that five weeks ago this was going to happen, but it is, and now we're here. So Bills-Dolphins, I'm going to go with the Bills. Chances are, since a lot of people I think are going to go with the Bills, the Dolphins are going to win, but it really could go either way. You just don't know because both teams are so bipolar. They could be really good and then the next minute really bad. Hoping it's a good game. It'd be a great way to end the regular season. Good way to go into the postseason. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Bills winning this game just because the Bills are hot. And I think it'd be hilarious that the Bills, I believe, 6-8 and eight, or, yeah, 6-8 and eight maybe they were, 5-8, and eight, something like that, found a way to win the AFC East division. A division that seemed to be locked for the Dolphins and slowly slipping through their fingers. So, got the Bills winning that game, but it really could go either way and a great way to end the NFL regular season. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good game. Well, that does it, folks. That does it for the regular season. All our regular season shows. That's I can't do the math. It's too tired. But, you know, 56, 57 shows, something like that, in the regular season that comes to a close. Hopefully you guys did enjoy this format, doing the three shows per week. I know we did, um, obviously, the Thursday night special, the fantasy football slash NFL free preview, and the weekly pick'em. Finally, we are done. 
I would say finally we are done because I'm exhausted. But don't worry, we'll have postseason action for you. We will cover each major divisional round, but we are kind of getting towards our offseason. So I do appreciate you guys' support all along throughout this. Hopefully you guys did enjoy. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information you don't want to miss. Make sure you guys also follow The Truth on Instagram and TikTok at the.tt.truth as we do an Instagram Live every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Then post the highlights and clips from those Instagram Lives on our Instagram and TikTok pages. Are you looking to find a drink that offers peak hydration, raises your energy levels, speeds up your recovery, and keeps your mind sharp to focus and memory? Look no further than Acid Rainwater. I'm excited to partner with Bloodline Sports AZ and Acid Rainwater, which focuses on peak hydration and productivity, while also maintaining the ecosystem-friendly product. Use code HESSON15, that's H-E-S-S-O-N-1-5, for 15% off every purchase. For the final time of the regular season, as always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hesson, joined once again by AJ Ponciano. Enjoy week 18 in the NFL, and we will see you guys in the postseason. Take care, and good night.